welcome to the Healthy Coaches Podcast, where we give you the lowdown on all you need to know about nutrition, lifestyle, fitness, and relationships. It's me, Coach Ashling, with Coach Roisin, your show host for today's episode of The Healthy Coaches. so welcome to today's episode of the healthy coaches and i'm here with my lovely co-host coach ashling hi ashling hi everyone hi roisin hope you're well today are you i am i am i am i'm actually really excited to talk about this topic today this was um this is a topic very close to my heart i know (laughs) and you know what we both have the old coffees here ready to go because it's a bit emotional as well isn't it Totes emotion. Totes emotion. And <laughs> do you know, Ash, I just want to express my thanks to everyone um, for your support so far with the Healthy Coaches podcast. We're really delighted this is helping so many of you. And, you know, thanks for all your kind words that you're emailing into us. Mm-hmm. So, and as well, if you'd like to talk to us about anything that we mentioned in this podcast or any podcast, the best way to do that is by sending us an email at info at the and either myself or Ash will get back to you. Definitely. So now, to Today, we're going to talk about binging and secret eating. Yes. As I said, emotional topic. And, you know, it's, it's going to be, we'll have to dip back into our own experiences now, Ashton. So hence why we have the coffees ready to go. But anyway, yes. this is such an important topic because I know for myself and my clients that I work with that binging is so much more common than we think it mm-hmm. is. But it's, but, Ashling, it's not something that we hear about or see all too much of because it's always done in secret. Always. So, well, yeah, always or if not very often. But for those of you who have ever gone on any food binges or have any have had a, any periods of maybe binge eating, then this episode will be so important for you. Um, and for those who haven't, it still would be a good idea to listen in for the first few, minute at le- few minutes at least because, you know, you'll see um, maybe you'll get some value and you'll see um, it's we we're talking about really important concepts and I really kind of think they're life skills whether mm-hmm. you've been a binge or not. I think they're life skills overall um, as regards managing food. So perhaps without further ado, we should start by maybe understanding a little bit about what binging actually is and our experiences, Ashling, and maybe then we can get into the strategies that we use to get out of binging behaviour. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, and I think the first thing that I'd like to say about binge and Roche is that if yeah. you're someone who binges, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Um you know you don't ha- this isn't a disease mm. or or anything like that there is nothing wrong with you if you binge it's just a behavior it doesn't mean that you're bad or that you're broken both Roisin and I have been binge eaters in the past as well as many yeah. of our coaching clients and as Roisin said it's far more common than you think and once we get into the reasons behind binging then you'll start to understand why it's not your fault um, at all if you slipped into binge eating so I think, Roche, maybe you can mm. start us off by letting us know a little bit about what binge eating is and maybe we yeah. can go from there. Absolutely, Ash. So, so ladies, binging or binge eating, it's basically when you eat more food than you actually maybe want or need. And in particularly, in particular, maybe you're doing this over a period of maybe many meals or days mm-hmm. or even weeks, Ashley, you can go into, or even months in some people's cases. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's extreme. But at the same time, that can happen. So when you binge, you know, you'll often eat more, way more food than you normally do. And you might not even be hungry. That's the thing. And mm. do you know what? You might... 
You might not even stop ashing until your tummy is about to burst, basically. You know, okay. that's how it feels. It can be extreme like that. You've We've both had an experience yeah. like that, you know. So then you also have the binging spiral where um, you feel like you can't stop eating or control what or how much you're eating. You know, and during these times, you're usually really typically you eat really quickly and you might not even taste or really enjoy the food at all. Mm. And it's kind of, yep. you know, definitely. Do you know I used to say when I used to go go through these like binge yes. periods was you know after the first square of chocolate or after the first bar mm. I may as well have been eating cardboard because I know it was actually just the behavior then I wasn't enjoying the, it was just going through the motions of unwrap chomp down chew swallow chomp Absolutely. chew swallow it was you know it was the, the first you know square or whatever maybe tasted nice but then yeah. after about maybe the fifth or sixth bar it was just yeah a, a repetitive action you know 100 percent actually because you know what? it's rarely about um even the tasting the foods mm. the reality is it's often done because you're distressed or you're out of control in other aspects of so your you're life self-medicating and, exactly or yeah. do you know you know you may have bad emotions or there's loads of reasons but anyway you know that's the reason you're doing it you're distressed or out of control mm-hmm. or whatever so as i said it's often done in secret and you know actually this is something that i certainly did because i was you know i was so being so embarrassed about how much um, I was eating and obviously oh, I was yeah. really you know really Definitely. ashamed you know it wasn't Definitely. something I, I wanted to be doing but um, but again I felt compelled I suppose at the time but um, finally I guess the most common thing that you'll see with binge eating is the feelings that you'll have after binging of course is you know that like total disgust with yourself and you know you're so depressed about how much you've eaten and you know like just general desperate feelings about the situation and total guilt oh then, my god it's, it's know, horrendous isn't it so horrendous actually that bashing of yourself like it's such a dark place that time after the binge and you know it can really get you into this terrible loop of negative self-talk and negative behavior and you know actually you know it can go on for years and years and years until you finally figure out what's actually going on which we eventually did and then obviously found out it wasn't our fault but you know yeah absolutely but as you said Roisin you know you can like when you get into that into that cycle of the binge and then the the the, I suppose the the storm of shameful thoughts afterwards yeah that's how you eventually get into that binge cycle is that you start off with trying to self-medicate with food to try and suppress bad emotions that you might have or bad feelings about a certain situation or bad feelings about yourself so you go into this um storm of binge eating to try and suppress those feelings i suppose just to kind of distract for an hour or two hours away from those bad feelings with the food absolutely but then when you're hit with that train of i suppose uh, the pain train I like to call it of mm. um, the negative self-talk the the coming down on yourself you're a fat this you're a fat that oh my god mm. I'm so embarrassed and I can't believe I'm after eating seven bars and two mm. packets of crisps and a, and a litre of coke or do you know that kind of a way it's so harsh absolutely Ash yeah 100% yeah 
Um, you know, Roisin, I think maybe for everyone out there, listening, it might be helpful to share our own experiences of binging. Um, yeah. Because both you and I have gone through periods of binging behaviour. And certainly when I listen to you describe binging, all of those elements were present for me. So when I think back, I started binging um, after I started dieting, really. I, I didn't yeah. really, I, I didn't even know what binging was before that. I, I hadn't no. really ever um, encountered anything like a binge um, before I started doing these diets so at, at the time I gradually began um, gaining weight over a few years to where I gained over three stone or about 50 pounds or so Jack. and this was when I was about 14 or 15 so uh, 50 pounds when you're 14 and still uh, going yeah. is a lot more than 50 pounds when you're in your 20s Do you know um, I know this about you but every time I hear the 50 pounds and I think about you being that young I'm like oh god Ash yeah yeah you know? so um I started going to the weight loss clubs and the cycle for me would be always the same. I'd initially lose some weight, but after a while dieting, I'd either reward myself with food or I'd fall off the diet and eat some forbidden foods. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So would be like, you know, the Mars bar, Snickers, Mm. Haagen-Dazs, Doritos, Coke, whatever. Um, The uh, definite things you're not supposed to be eating. Exactly. The foods that I wasn't supposed to be eating. And as soon as I did that, I got into this mindset that oh okay I've blown my diet um, and once I was off the diet now all restrictions are off so it was basically like I could go hell for leather green lights um, go to town go to town on all the foods um, that I wasn't allowed to eat while I was on my diet and while I was binging I'd always be thinking the same things to myself I'd often say you know this is the last time that I'm ever going to eat the last time this is the (laughs) last time like the last hurrah type Mm. you know scenario Um, you know I'm starting back on my diet tomorrow so I may as well just eat everything that I have in front of me uh, because I'm never going to be able to eat these things again because um, as sure as anything I'm going to do my diet tomorrow and it is Mm. going to be successful Um, so I may as well just clear out all of the presses and everything that I have in my and you really believe that Ashley you really believe that at the time do you know what the funniest thing is Mm. is that you know that's when I'd say that to myself you know I might have said that to myself for the 50th time Mm. You know, I could have said that to myself 40 times previous to that. I and I never think of the 40 other times that I said that to myself. I know. But somehow I believe this time it's actually going to be going to be be true. And I'm actually going to be able to, you know, be able to go on a diet for the rest of my life and never singe again. I know. Do you know, it's it's so funny how you can trick your mind so easily. Absolutely. So, that that would have gone on for years until I, you know, eventually was able to snap out of the cycle and... um, basically eat like a real person like a regular person um and just eat regularly normal healthy no binges yeah i know ashley and you know what oh it was the same for me like you know it was just this never-ending cycle of binging and dieting and binging and dieting and you know ashley i'd say for about four or five years in college Mm. i never ate regularly like a normal person because you know i was either binge eating in secret or i was dieting like and no more than you like you know that whole feeling when you end up binging it's like this i want to feel normal like you know i should be allowed to feel normal this is unfair i'm deprived 
addictive, do you know? Exactly. There's always a fight back. But basically, anyway, Ashling, you know, when I started binging, see, it was something that, you know, you've touched on it, but it was something that would comfort me, really. Like, maybe, you know, maybe I'd have a bad emotion or stress in my life, and, you know, maybe I didn't have the skills, you know, to deal with it, like, at the time. Like, you know, I, you know, obviously now because I worked out in the coaching like you know if I'm having a, a beat myself up or bad emotions you know I, I've you know I've worked out basically a lot of strategies to get me out of that like bad feeling mode and I you know practice a lot of self-compassion stuff and gratitudes and various things but mm. anyway you know now I have those skills yes. you know um, and especially like you know to deal with the anxiety stuff so uh, as I as I said in the first podcast, and I I had an awful lot of anxiety, and I'd use food to block the feelings down and push them down. Definitely, you know, definitely. So, so like Ashing, you know, yeah, because that's what. But that's I think goes. It's not just me. It goes for everyone, doesn't it? You know, absolutely, Roisin. And as you said mm. there, that you have figured out now strategies um, with kind of coping the channel, with those, the anxiety. Yeah, yeah, with coping with the anxiety and coping with the emotions. Whereas, as you said you know when you're in that binge and mindset you just mm. use it as a mask for however long it takes yeah. you to rip through the bag of food that you have so and once that's gone the emotion you haven't done anything to fix the emotion or the bad feelings um absolutely you know, and so, but actually you also don't know that there's actually really like you know it's hard to, I didn't know there was skills out there really to manage the anxiety it. better until it's, I went through the process of like therapy and coaching exactly. you know but you know what some people uh, Roisin um, mm. don't even identify that they're having bad emotions about something so specific they it. just feel bad you just feel bad very hard to tease that out without someone hard. chatting to you about it but yeah. anyway so actually like yeah that was it the food you know for me at the time because I didn't have any other skills that would release tension you know reduce mm. my anxiety you know at least for a short period of time short term you know? yeah short term but then after that doing this like I'd gain weight and I'd start dieting and ashing that's when the binging really got bad you know because I'd go on the diet you know you know it and really Roche, does go bad du- yeah. double, double whammy with that as well yeah when you start to gain weight then I'm sure more anxiety even piled on top of you again ashing you never said a truer word of course the anxiety Anxiety got worse and worse. The more I diet, the more I binge. The anxiety got worse and worse and worse. And 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 you know that's compounding. Then you know, as I said, you get yeah. more anxious. Then you binge more because you have more bad feeling. Such mm-hmm. a vicious cycle, isn't it? But um. Yeah, so the reality is then, like, you know, um, I'd gain the weight, I'd start dieting, you know, the binging got really bad, and then I'd go on a diet and I'd lose some weight, but whenever I came off it, I'd find myself binging again. Yeah. And, you know, basically until I'd reached a point where I was so sick of myself and probably coming to the realisation of how much I'd hurt myself, I'd, you know, mm. stop the binge, but then Ashling is always, you know, when you stop the binge, you're, like, disgusted with yourself, so I'd go totally cold turkey back on the diet, again you know oh, hardcore God, yeah. until you know finally give zero up to a hundred zero and, to a hundred to zero oh, and a hundred you never it's so I'm laughing Ashley but it was so bloody painful it's so true but as I said and I'm just saying like and I'd again think what is wrong with you Roshan every binge I'd be compounded with what is wrong with you are mm-hmm. you not, like because Ashley you know as we'll find out I thought I was in control now I understand I wasn't in control at all as we'll reveal but yeah. I thought I was the one controlling the food so every time I did have a binge I was like this is your fault you're just not in control what is wrong with you yeah. and you know what and you know what Ashley 
especially I think like what it is as well with the binging you know why why do you keep going is because you know you're you're in that kind of like when the food was in your mouth you're in escape mode like for that moment you're totally you're just turned off you're turned off you're in escape mode and you know yeah. and the thing is I felt the minute the food would come out of my mouth when I had to stop putting the food in then I would have to the, the, the devastation would hit as like the realisation that I had to you know had to come off the binge and I'd have to accept that I'd gain so much you know weight mm-hmm. but that but that was the thing see delaying that inevitable realisation was what would keep the binge going but anyway yes. so you know you'd be delaying for as long as you could but you know yeah, that's the thing you. Ashton you know as as always because I was dieting before I tell myself every time Roshin you can always lose this weight you know how to do it you know how to restrict when yes. you need to you know what to it's do it's always that little little voice of allowance in your head go and have the binge it's okay you'll be able to lose you'll the weight you'll be able it's to fine. lose it yeah every time but yeah. Ashton God some of the bad binge and feelings you had like do you remember oh, any or yeah yeah a serious oh, I was a serious binger like yeah absolute serious binger I can actually remember one standout um story from when I was younger um mm. and listen this is just one standout story of many um I know of my binging escapades yeah. um but <laughs> I remember I used to go to my um cousin's house down in Galway every summer Mm. And um, I go down there on holidays and kind of spend two weeks with them. And um, I remember this one time uh, we decided that we were going to go into Galway City. And I was with my girl cousins at the time. And Mm. uh, we went in and we were going to have like a girly kind of shopping day and go in and, you know, try on clothes. And, you know, I I obviously had pocket money for when I was down there, um, you know, for whatever I needed to buy for myself. So, um. You know, so we went around the shops anyway and uh, the girls picked up some really nice outfits for themselves, nice tops, mm. nice jeans, whatever. Could never wear jeans, by the way. Um, the fear of the fear of even like looking at jeans in the shop. But anyway, mm. um, I remember coming home in the car from Galway, not having anything and everybody else had something mm. like a nice top or, you know, jumper or whatever. And um, I was just kind of like, I, I just remember being overcome um, I think to be honest with you, I, I I think I felt sorry for myself. I think that was probably the main emotion that I that I felt was I felt sorry for myself, yeah. and I felt mad at myself at the same time um, mm. that I had kind of put myself in this situation where um, I suppose. I didn't really fit in with the I I I couldn't get something nice for myself and that was kind of a disconnect with me from the group that I was coming home with nothing no nice clothes or anything so Mm. I remember on the way home um we stopped at a petrol station yes and I (laughs) I had done sorry I like I'm laughing at this because I think that's it's almost a it's Coping a way for me sometimes mechanism. to talk about this. Yeah. Um, but I remember I, I, I took out 20 euro. God, Ashing, if we honestly, if we didn't laugh about some of our stuff, honestly, we'd be crying constantly. I you know. know. <laughs> you know? Um, so I remember I had 20 euro and I could just go hog wild in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the, um, in the petrol station because there was n- nothing discriminated against me in there. Food would never discriminate against me or make me feel yeah. bad. So basically, of I just yeah. went in. Food and got, never rejects 
Yash. Like, food that's doesn't reject you. And there's no uh, certain sizes on food. Yeah. So I went in and bought a basket of just rubbish, like chocolate mm. and crisps and jellies and stinger bars and coke and everything um, and I bought like 20 euro worth and got a big bag of it and just went home went up to my room locked myself in my room and basically just ate until I felt physically sick um, oh, and that that was that was like one of the stories out of out of many um yeah, yeah, so that that's that's kind of one standout and one to me because I can still feel the feeling that I felt that day coming home in and the car. Ashing, when you say that, that like you know the stomach, like I mean, you know that feeling, like your body is gonna burst. Like I, like I remember, and as I said, you know, I was delay always delaying the end of the binge, like because you know what I, like my stomach used to be literally so. I remember like sitting down on the bed and looking at my stomach, like and it literally was like out to the wall, and I just thinking, how did I do this to myself? And then Ashing. I'd be like and I, it's funny because I don't sweat that much now but my god when I was really overweight and I was binging a lot I sweated so much and I was literally sweating yeah. and then I was feeling so bad yeah. and then the thing is like Ashton I'm not someone who can like sleep well after I have to like really have you know I can't eat really after seven that's the bottom line or I don't sleep that well but yeah. you know I wouldn't be able to sleep so I'd be up all night so stressed looking at my stomach you know feeling the size of my stomach like and just being so oh just feeling devastated. like you can feel like the skin stretched around your belly yeah. um, I I would get this feeling where I'd get so full that I would almost feel choked up to my neck like yeah. as in like breathing like because my belly would be so full and mm. then like you know as you said like going to bed at night lying down on such a full belly that you would just feel so uncomfortable you would feel like breathing wasn't even like as easy as it normally would be um and on and Ashley do you know even like stuff like I was like when I I remember like on nights when I wanted to continue the binge like I kind of go out at 11 o'clock at night and I'd hate to like you know and I wouldn't like I was kind of as I said socially I've I've said in the few podcasts before I was fairly socially withdrawn but I'd go out at kind of you know 11 you know 11 o'clock at night and walk to Tesco like you know that was a 15 minute walk away just to get sweets so I could bring it back because I was so because you know I didn't want um, anyone to be seeing me and yeah. you know and you, and you know what the other thing was Ashing. I always had this feeling and I saw you know with the friends like I'd all this like because obviously I was overweight but all they seemed to see me was dieting so I knew yes. that they they all I was there's a shame of it because I was just thinking they were probably like what's running through their head she's, like you know yeah, yeah she's definitely I, secret eating or, yeah it's like because all we see her doing is dieting but how is she absolutely. putting on weight yeah. or, or also you're going to that like like that those ideas of like that people are thinking like why doesn't she do anything about her weight she yeah. obviously has no self control like yeah. you know because everybody you know, knows what you eat in secret you wear in public this is the thing, Ashling, you know, so there's no getting away from there's it. There's no all. getting away from it. So even if you are a secret eating, it's going to out you when you have to come out in front of people because you uh, can't hide it. Absolutely. Like, and, you know, as a, and in the stressful situations, you know, you come, I come home from college and I'd be like, like, just that would, if I was in a stressful situation, like at least I knew I could come home to binge during those periods, like where I was in the binge cycle. But anyway, Ashling, like, let's, you know, it was. Yeah tough time let's be honest it's and, a tough time yeah and Roshi can I just say as well yeah. like when I can I just just Please, before we yeah. get on to our strategies yeah. I just want to say as well um, and I want to put this binge into context for some people because yeah. when I say binge like I really mean binge like I could mm. eat like five bars I could eat um like a, a thing of Ben and Jerry's yes. I could eat crisps 
Um, I could eat jellies. I could eat. I could drink coke until it came yeah. out my ears. So I just wanted like wh- when I say binge, like I mean like out and out eat anything that was yeah. in my in in inside. Absolutely, and that's what I was like as well, Ashley. But you know, what I think I think there's a spectrum, and I think you start off, and you it may not be like you're talking about the end of the spectrum when you've dieted a lot, and then your actual binge is insane in the membrane, like yeah. you know, and it's that mul multiple bars it's everything that you can get your hands on but yeah. I think you start off Ashling, and it might be just it's overeating where you're a bit uncomfortable but the more you diet the more insane it gets and the more absolutely. intense it gets isn't that it though absolutely yeah and the more the more you say to yourself it's grand I'll be able to get the weight yeah. off the more intense the binges get the so. more intense the binges get you never said a true word and but you know what Ashling, and then as I said in all here's the deal ladies before we just start into our strategies again you think it's your fault and and then because you think it's your fault it further keeps everything in secret because you just think well I'm it's it's me it's me that's not I'm just not strong enough I'm just not doing enough I'm not and you know it's that self-perpetuating behavior isn't it Ashling absolutely and you know what Teresa said can I just say one more thing Ashling Teresa said um in the flat to me mummy program and it really stuck with me um as regards you know when you're overeating you're binging and uh, as regards food and just in terms you'll understand ladies if you've listened to our previous podcasts that weight and food is usually all under hormonal control but Teresa was saying about like the food aspect of things you know it feels very emotional i.e. that's your fault and it feels very controllable i.e. that's your fault but it's neither it's mainly physiological and I think yeah. that's what we're going to talk about now so yeah, um Ashley, do you know what let's ladies let's look in there is a way to get out of this you know so let's go in and do you know what Ashling, like we're going to go through some of the strategies that we've learned for ourselves and with our clients that will stop your binge eating and binge cycles mm-hmm. but I, I, I think what we'll do here is break this episode into two parts because you know what there are strategies that you need to get out of you know stop the acute binging now definitely when definitely. you have the bars everywhere in front yeah. of you and, yeah, and Roche when you, when you say yeah. acute binge there you're talking yeah. about the binge like now like as in Absolutely. as in the right now binge um, right now binge stuff in your face you know you know can't get in you're in this week can't get rid of the binging like you know and then more the, the, the long that's kind of short term binging then the long term binging is like if you've been through like six cycles of binging really and you're like it's perpetual your behaviour for yeah. like so years so like chronic binge chronic cycle. binging exactly yeah. do you know so you want to go so we're going to talk about maybe how to get out of the binge spiral right now yes. and how to stop that spiral but again I think we'll cover in the next episode part two of this maybe will how you need to stop chronic binge chronic binging which is you know you're a long term binger and you usually go in and out of binge eating usually between dieting because you know mm-hmm. that's the way it usually goes what yeah. do you think Ash yeah that's a good idea Roche so I'd say now okay so for the rest of this episode let's talk about how to get out of a binging cycle right now as you said yeah. and in the next episode we'll give the strategies on how to stop binging for good so Roche maybe we can for example if somebody is listening to this episode and is binging right now or uh, you know I had a binge yesterday or a two days ago and they're they, yeah. they still feel like they're feeling that the, the food pressures um you know what what are some of the strategies that they can they can use maybe to get back on track and get yeah. into normal eating well Ash, you know what we're going to break this down into steps and let's go with like some of our steps ashling so we have four steps guys and you know ashling what is our first step we're going to look at 
So the first step, Roche, that we're going to have a look at would be, I would say, uh, number one, get the bad food out. Absolutely, yeah. What you want to do with that, ladies, is when we say get the bad food out, you want to destroy the food that puts you, that that could potentially put you into a landslide binge. So uh, these would be, um, you know, if you know that Mars bars have the potential to start you off in a binge, you need to get those foods out of the house. If you have bags of Doritos in the house, you need need to get, get those out. foods out of the house um, I would say Roisin it's not mm. even good enough to get these foods and throw them into the bin I yeah. mean you need to take them out of the wrappers and have them touch off other garbage in the bin because yeah. <laughs> um, and again <laughs> yes. I laugh because it makes it no, easier painful, to say this this actually isn't funny <laughs> this is actually so gross yeah. um, but I have gone back into the bin after throwing things in yeah, there yeah I know and they, I have too so it's okay <laughs> So it's not good enough to just throw a bar into the bin with its wrapper still on it because mm. you will go for it and you will take it back out. So get, yeah. destroy the food, take it out of the wrapper, crunch things up and, and put them into the bin. I'd even say throw them into the outside bin. Absolutely. Um, like where you feel like possibly rats can get them so you can't get them. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth though, Ashley? <laughs> yeah. 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 So get, yeah. you know, and get like, so that's it. You need to get rid of it. And, and Ashley, the whole thing is like, maybe you get, like sometimes you can get a semblance of control in the binge, but if not just mm. immediately after when you've decided and you're in the acceptance period, that's it. Get rid of everything as soon as you get a semblance of control. Isn't that yes. it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So- yeah. So what would you say for hit us with number two? What would be the yes. second strategy? Now, ladies, this is going to be counterintuitive, basically, because um, and it's going to be difficult for some people to do since you've just overeaten and now you automatically want to go on a diet or you even mm-hmm. want to fast. Yeah. But as you'll learn when we talk about long term binging in, in the part two, the number one indicator of future binging is being on a diet. So that will be the worst thing you can do right now that is literally the worst thing you can do right now so what you need to do now is just focus on now two your next meal this is number two so your next meal must contain like really it needs to be high in protein and contain loads of healthy fats and what Ashing and I suggest you do is again go to our homepage thehealthycoaches.com you get our the first two phases of our booty camp plan. And what you need to do uh, for free, and what you need to do is get the phase one and two food lists and, and you can eat anything off those food lists for your, your, your next meal. And you need to remember, so it's about like lurrying up the fat and the protein and yes. eat anything off those two literally anything and guys do not worry about the portion size of this next mm-hmm. meal it can be massive it doesn't matter Absolutely. this that's what's that's what's important so ash what do you think is step three um i would say step three roche um would be to tackle the sugar come down with with a strategy right yeah, so when we when go. we when we ta- when we say the sugar come down, um, if you think of this as a heroin addict coming down off mm. heroin addiction, they need to get back on something like um, methadone to try and control uh, the system, and so they won't crash completely. Absolutely. The same- the same would be for us, Roche, with sugar, because sugar is addictive mm. to us like any other drug. So we need to be able to have some sort of a step down from 
uh, the sugar and the amount of sugar that we would have eaten through a binge. So what I would say um, would be the, the, the best thing to do is is to actually plan to have um, good treats. So, yeah. you know, plan to have banana pancakes, happy paleo granola, strawberry, yog- strawberry yogurt bites. And these are all, again, within phase two um, plan. Uh, phase one and two plans, sorry. Um, so, Roisin, these these yeah. treats can be eaten um, in addition to what you just mentioned up above, the Absolutely. good fats. Absolutely. So, ladies, yes. So, the next meal is all the good fats and this is number three. You have to eat this and in addition to the next meal. You have to eat this now, probably plan for this treat and have these treats ready to go for the next few days. Because, Ashley, you said that key point earlier. I was always going from naught to 100 and 100 to zero. And mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Isn't that yeah, the reality, yeah, Ashley? Absolutely. So no. this is this is this is your medium. You're finding your medium here with with these with these. Absolutely. Trees. So then the whole point is, ladies, you, you need to have it still. You have to have nice stuff. And like maybe you're not one of these people that definitely needs to needs a treat, but you're not in control right now. See, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, Ashley, as we know, like the whole thing right now is like that you're in you know it's totally you're still in this like sugar monster is in control mm-hmm. you know isn't that yeah, the way it is so the, so the point of this is to normalize your blood sugar level because sugar monster is in control and you're a major risk of going back into a spiral into a binge spiral yeah. so the, so it's not about going no sugar it's about normalizing sugar level mm-hmm. so that's why you have to do the step two, get in the good the good fats and proteins and now having these like low in sugar better like better step down sugar meals and treats isn't that that, it that's it Roisin and just the last point and that would be that these are actually real foods as well Um, yes you're you're moving more towards eating real foods absolutely Um, and can I just and Ashley like let's let's just talk about our own like like no more than you're after saying you're saying the berries and we're saying like maybe you have high fat yogurt on berries because you know that might not stimulate your appetite too much or Ashley things like you know almond butter cashew butter get all that in exactly or, or even like stuff I love like you always mentioned the banana pancakes like put a bit of coconut cream on them or even melted look, melted dark chocolate melt, on those uh, melted dark chocolate exactly and just remember ladies here's the deal with the chalk Ashling. you know what do we want what chalk well, we it would be great, Roisin, if we could yeah. get chocolate without um the dairy in it because that 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 we know just um has the ability to make us overeat a little bit. It would be great if we could go for the dark chocolate. Dark um, chocolate, yeah. Yeah. And there is loads. Did you know, Ashley? Like we obviously sometimes we love, um, you know, seventy percent and above is amazing. But that mightn't be sweet enough. But like some of the, you know, even in Little Aldi, Ashley, you always get them. I love those. You know, those. There's that orange and dark chocolate one, or the caramel and dark chocolate one. Seventy mm-hmm. percent. You know, or yeah. basically, but really, Ashley forget that the reality is it's any dark chocolate ladies without the without the dairy is the big thing exactly but, you know but Ashley even I have loads of like in those like those bingy come downs you know I think like if you're someone like that we mentioned on you know as you were saying definitely the happy paleo granola is really nice like and you know you can put loads of milk in that or even if you're someone that's mad for ice cream um, you know you have um, the strawberry yogurt bites yes those that, strawberry yeah. yogurt bites so they're lovely but the point is ladies you have to plan for these for the next few days because you're getting you're in method this is the methadone okay this is your methadone phase and don't think that you won't want something sweet because this is this is that's that's a part where um 
you know, we, we mostly fall down as like, I'm never going to want sweet things again, but you've always wanted sweet things. So just know that you will want sweet things. So yeah. you, you're better off planning for them. Don't um, be in denial. Never don't be in denial. Exactly. Absolutely. Ash. Yeah. Roisin, in addition, in addition to those three strategies. So uh, to recap, oh, yeah, and there's just, one more now. There's one more ashing and there's step four. And yeah. that one is, um, ladies, the next thing is you have. So you've got one good meal down, right? So you have that good meal down from the phase one and two manual. And you also have um, your treats planned out for the next few days for the sugar come down, which you need. But the step four is you're not outside the woods yet. So step four is you need to write out exactly what you're going to be eating the next day and for the next few days. Isn't that it, Ashley? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You know, yeah. because you have to plan out your meals because, you know, that if you don't plan them, you you may there's a chance you'll relapse. OK, so again, like again, if you feel like, OK, uh, you know, in the writing out exactly what you're going to eat for the next few days, you know, sometimes it kind of might that might seem a bit overwhelming. So, again, uh, on our free um, booty camp phase one and phase two pla- uh, um, manuals, you will see that there's actually we have some sample meal plans that you can take and, you know, mm. s- see what you can have for the next few days. Absolutely. And I think, Ashley, you know what? Like we're not we definitely this is the other thing. This is but just because they're we're, we're saying go to those for your sample me- meal plans. But that it's not booty camp right now where it's like eat exactly three meals a day and no more, you know, plan for three to four meals a day, Ashling. Isn't that it? That's it. Exactly. You know? And and there's a lot to be said for the planning, uh, Roisin, because yeah. if we take a look back at um, the past behaviour, uh, behaviours yeah. where we've said um, I'm going to be able to do this I'm going to be able to lose the weight I'm going to be able to get back on my diet on Monday so everything is fine so I can I can binge right now and everything will be fixed on Monday we're putting a lot of trust in ourselves there to be Absolutely. able to actually get up and start on Monday so I think in terms of the planning here we kind of can't really even trust ourselves not to plan here um, because we haven't been able to do that before we've, we've done that before with the binging cycle yeah. the binge diet and cycle 50 60 70 times and it's never worked so i think that you know to maybe discard one of these strategies um would maybe be detrimental to to being able to get out to be able to get out of the binge or uh for this to actually work i think that you really have to be able to take the 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 four of these strategies on and be able to do all four of them a hundred percent it's key you have to do them all that is the reality ashling yeah so um yeah so definitely ladies you know plan your meals remember three to four meals that's great eat make sure to eat enough this isn't about managing portions right now this is about getting you off off a binge so it's not about being perfect right now you just have to get down off the binge and then your appetite and the food portions and everything will settle down but you need to focus on eating enough and eating whatever amount you need to eat just off the phase one and two um, food ingredients this isn't that Ash? Absolutely Roche and yeah. I'd, I'd just like to say as well um, Roisin and mm. um, you know we've we've seen this um, throughout our coaching as well and, and with our clients um, getting off a binge um, in theory you know um, as we 
reach the closing of this episode mm-hmm. um, in theory it sounds you know like this is very doable and um, you know that this is the plan and of course if you can take the plan on and you can do it that's that's wonderful and that's mm-hmm. fantastic but you know I want people out there as well to understand that if you fail this maybe you have to fail this process a couple of times to be able to actually uh, get off the binging it, and if Absolutely. you fail once if you fail twice if you fail three times that's really normal as well you have to be able to find your way um, and one of the things that we do in our mm. coaching um Roisin is yes. that's where 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 we're really there for you as well and we can really help you through this it, this is a really really hard process to go through on your own sometimes and percent um, and I see Ashley that line um on you know one of the coaching gurus that we used to follow um you know he would say failure is not an option and when I say failure is not an option I mean it's literally not Definitely an option going you're gonna fail you're gonna yeah. fail yeah. you have to accept yeah. so absolutely it's like that it's that picking yourself back up thing as you said yeah. that the coach helps you with. but Ash, will we will you recap for us will we start recap a little bit ladies again on our steps because we just want to make sure you're clear on them so yeah absolutely yeah. so w- w- when we start out with number one Roisin and we yeah. say uh, get the bad food out so absolutely. there are any any foods in the house that um, are prone to putting you into a landslide binge get yeah. those out the chocolate bars out. the crisps the coke everything destroy destroy gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> right press two. the detonator um, two number plan, two yeah plan the next meal do not diet and do not fast egg we're gonna ruin you plan the next meal get the good fats and proteins in remember go to the phase one and two food lists eat anything off that and as much as you want do not restrict on the portion size of this meal it can be as much as you need okay that's it exactly number three um our sugar come down strategy which is um what we call the heroin and methadone strategy mm. um so again just like a heroin addict needs methadone to come down off that drug sugar is a drug um chemicals are, are like drugs so you need to be able to have that step down um treat so we say uh, move more toward towards real foods we said like our banana pancakes our happy paleo granola and our strawberry yogurt bites um so they will help you with the sugar cravings and again you're making that step towards real foods absolutely ashling and step four ladies final step you're not out of the woods so you need to write down exactly what you're having with your 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 sample meal or your meals for the next few Mm -hmm. days you know and have three or four meals doesn't matter don't limit on the portions and you can plan your as as ashing just said on step three you plan your healthy come down treats into that meal plan and that's what you're going to have for the next few days and again if it's too intense again we've some sample meal plans on the phase one and two manuals so definitely check them out yeah absolutely yeah. so ash yeah another few things that we've one other thing we need to maybe chat about now when um it comes to this old binging cycle mm-hmm. we um i think that the self-care roisin absolutely is, is a big one um so but just to kind of maybe put into context as well oftentimes um, when I used to binge I used to really let myself go so I used to get so down on myself whereas um, you know to binge you don't don't dress up to binge you really dress down to binge so you don't look good you don't feel good 
um, you feel emotionally really bad about yourself. You're very mm. attacking on yourself. So as a whole, Roisin, I felt terrible inside and I looked terrible on the outside because yeah. I just didn't care. Um, so my self-care went out the window. And I feel when you lose the self-care... Um, there is kind of nothing there to care about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you already don't care about the insides. The outsides are gone. There is nothing there really to care about. But I feel like if you focus on one thing at a time, um, so we have examples of, um, what do we have examples of, Roche, for self-care? Yeah, basically, Ashling, like, you know, um, we always are like, you know, make yourself feel good and look good and look nice. Because, you know, Ashling, we say this, but, you know, you know, you don't want to, at this time, it's like this perpetual, you know, it's 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 you, as you said, you don't want to self care, but the reality is, and you don't even want to look at yourself in the mirror or have anyone even touch you, and you know that's the whole neglecting your body. But the reality is, if you don't make yourself feel good, it's like that perpetual. You it, it creates more negative emotions if you're looking into the mirror and you don't look good, and you know yeah. the whole and even Ashling like that whole like low self esteem is another major risk factor when it comes to binge eating. So you know, let's say things like I like to do, Ashling, like I whether or not I would see anybody I liked to do my liquid liner on my eyes and I like to put on lipstick now that might sound wacky because I was only looking at myself but it was me I it made me feel like I was picked still they picked me up a bit and made sure I feel felt still nice and you know even just making sure my hair was washed and like up nice and you know that all makes me feel nice or even asking like you know, I know some people like so. It depends what people. Some people like to, you know, do their nails or get a shellac mm. treatment done, or yeah. you know, that's that's that self care thing. And the other, you know, have you? What are your things, Ash? I, I honestly, Roisin, I just I, I love having my shower and mm. um doing my body scrub yeah. and getting my skin all lovely and soft, and I love give my hair a good wash yeah. coming out blow drying my hair straighten my hair um, moisturising um, brushing my hair I just yeah. I, I, I love I love that whole thing that goes with the kind of just process. cleaning myself and making sure my hair is nice and like you said you love to do your eyeliner I love to curl my eyelashes and I love yeah. to do my eyebrows and um, I was a beautician before so yeah. I have all the dye for my eyebrows and stuff so I love dyeing my eyebrows and yeah. I love uh, dyeing my eyelashes and all that kind and stuff so just anything that just makes me feel more girly um more better attractive putting putting on a little bit of a cheek stain yeah pulls um, your mood up like that. yeah yeah and anything that makes you feel nice because it's hashing it's those small things and when you look better you feel better and it picks yourself up and then when you're picked up you're at less of a risk of binging to get away bad yeah. emotions like you want to reduce the bad emotions as much as possible you know yeah absolutely and, and ashing you said is so important like if it's not you like we need to reiterate if you're in this behavior ladies it is not your fault it's all physiological sugar monster is in control you'll find out you know in more about this in the next um podcast but basically just your hormones are all over the place when you're binging and um you know you don't have control it's actually not your fault at all so yeah you know hopefully ashling this has helped clear up how to get out of that acute binging spiral you know yeah 
Absolutely, absolutely right. And as you said, this you know the the whole binging um topic is is a media enough topic, so we will be covering the the second part to this in another episode. Um, mm. but I also want to say, Roisin, just a, yeah. a quick word to our listeners out there. Um, you know, if you did find today helpful, if you do resonate with a lot of the things that we're saying today, mm. and if you're somebody that needs um help with with binging or getting out of this cycle, yeah. or even just um help about feeling bad constantly about yourself and not knowing what to do um, we're always 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 taking in emails from anybody who sends them in um, so please get in touch with us um, info at thehealthycoaches.com send us in an email if, if you need help and never be ashamed to send in an email to us because we love helping and um, anything that we can do um, is great so absolutely um, and you know what Ashley we're talking to women going through this stuff all the time and it's so common it really is like women are struggling with this left right and center you know absolutely so anyway yes so that is it for today I think Roche um, I think that we've covered as much as we can mm-hmm. um, and we'll leave it there for part one Ash I think so I think so and in part two ladies we're going to go into the strategies that you need so that you never binge eat again so it's going to be all about chronic binging and getting out of it long term so ladies we are so delighted to have spoke to you today and we will see you um, next time for part two of binging okay bye Bye, ladies ladies. Bye. bye